I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, world, and welcome back to another episode of Thanks for Coming In. I'm your host, Jillian Clare. So I did it, y'all. I finished Bridgerton, the books. I read all eight in just over 20 days, like 23 days or something like that. Anyway, I was up till like 2.30 a.m. the other night finishing the last book, uh, sobbing my eyes out. And the next day was completely ruined for me because it totally messed up my sleep schedule. But the books are amazing and I highly recommend you read them. Um, I'm going to be going into the Pink Carnation series here in a second that my my best friend Sarah told me I needed to read. So that's that's going to be the next book binge. What are you reading? Tell me what you're reading. I'm always looking for new books. This week was, uh, it's been a long week. If you watched my Instagram live a couple weeks ago, um, I said that I'm back in school, which I don't know that I've said that on this, on this podcast before, but hey, I'm back in school, decided to go back to college and finally finish out my degree. But this week is finals week for my, uh, my latest term and all day today. I was working hard on my final projects, and they're done. And Monday, a new term starts. So, take a couple days of relaxation. Today on the show is Jacques Chevelle. You know him from his new Nickelodeon series, Side Hustle, airing Saturday nights. He is a great talent. Super, super excited for his future. Great career ahead of him. was really fun to meet him and to talk to him. So, here is my conversation with Jacques. Welcome to the show, Jacques. Hi, hello, hello. 
how are you doing on this fine California day? I am doing great. I'm doing really good. It's nice outside, uh, and I'm happy about that. I know. It's getting super warm here. Which it is. is. Just, it's bizarre. It's very <laughs> weird. Like, the, like my, I'm, I'm from Atlanta. My dad is, like, dealing with all the cold weather. And, you know, what's going on in Texas with the, all those outages because yeah. of like, the snow and it's just like sunny in California. I know. It's so it's so bizarre. It's like three states away. People are literally freezing to death. Yeah. And we're over here like, hey, guys, can we turn the AC on, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So tell me a little bit about Side Hustle. You know, I directed Jaden in uh, in two movies. So I've worked with oh, her. No yeah, and she's great. I adore that girl. Tell me about the show and how you got it and, you know, what what it's like to be on a Nickelodeon series. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Side Hustle is about three best friends who get in a world of trouble when they explode my father's boat. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they got to find different ways to, like, come up with the money to pay uh, my father's boat off. And uh, my character, Jagged, um, he is given the task of making sure the kids get the money in every week. So uh, he goes to extreme lengths to get there. <laughs> I got the the audition with uh, Krisha and Jamie. They're the casting directors at Nickelodeon. They've been yeah. with, uh, with Nickelodeon for a while and had... Uh, been going into their office for a second and every time I went in it just like wasn't the right role it wasn't the mm -hmm. right character but when I had got for Jagged I was like oh man I know this character like I know this guy like I, I, I know who he is I can um I feel like I got this and I and I went in and then Jamie was like uh they're so cool at the office by the way they just like they remember actors and they like keep bringing them in and there's like, yeah. they, they know they have faith in you. And they're like, I know there's a part coming. It's just so cool. And very, it's not common in our industry that the cast. It's really not. Jamie and Krisha actually um, casted both my movies too for me. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love so them. Great. They're the best. They're so great. Yeah. And uh, so when I had walked in, Jamie was like, yeah, I thought about you when I um saw this role, and I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I think I got this character. I, like, I know this this guy, and she <laughs> said, okay, great, good. So we did the audition. It was right before Christmas, like Christmas break of I think two thousand nineteen. Yeah, mm. two thousand nineteen. And um, I so I went on Christmas break, came back, and then we did the the producer session with uh with Dave, and Dave gave me a couple notes. Here and there, and then next was test. It was our, our test with like the network, wow. and I remember on the night on the day where we had the test, it was uh, I went in with Isaiah, and I was like, and Jaden and Jules was came um mm -hmm. to read the whole cast because it was kind of also like a chemistry test too, and the final auditions. That's so interesting because usually you do the chemistry read first and then you do right. the test. Right, right, right. So it was it was definitely a, a, a combination. And I think that's like what's been um that 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 has really helped our show and what makes like sets us apart is that 
from the day from the day we first met, we all had really good chemistry. I was I was getting on to the point that when me and Isaiah went in, it was just like like we were really bouncing off of each other. We were really figuring off of each other energy. And then they brought in Jaden and Jules and like the whole cast just like mesh automatically mm. and really quickly. I remember walking, I was like, I was talking to Isaiah, I was like, that was, that was cool. I was like, yeah, that was dope, that was fun. And it was very, it was, it was like very one of those moments where you're like, oh man, that was a really good audition. And you, yeah. you sometimes don't feel that when you go out, when you come out from audition, you're like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not sure, but that you felt like that was one of those moments where you're like, I did really good. That was good. I gave it all I could give for that audition. Well, and, and then, it, it's one of those yeah. things too, especially with, you know, chemistry reads. It's like, you can feel it. You can feel when mm -hmm. something is just meant to be and when it's just there. Yeah. 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 It's so true. Uh, yeah. That, that's very true. Yeah. So you, you got Side Hustle and you guys are still on your first season. Is that right? Yes, we are still on our first season. We just recently got picked up for um, seven more episodes. So Heck yeah, yeah. So we got an extension for our season one. That's amazing. So, tell me what uh what got you into acting? What got you to this point? Um, I was very, very interested in uh, theater when I was younger, hmm. and I got a chance to like perform Shakespeare. My first play was a uh, comedy of errors and I had played an Antipholus of Syracuse. Uh, I, I played That was your first play? The first that thing was you tackled was Shakespeare? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. And it was very scary. And um, <laughs> uh, I, I remember being on stage and just it all feeling right. And I, I was I was super excited because this, for some reason, this this production, like this this uh, this version, we got a chance to put it up at a local theater in Atlanta, which is not wow. normal for like a high school production. So right. I actually got a chance to like um, fill out the the crowd, the the Atlanta theater um, crowd, and like mm. like actually get a like a, a genuine experience of like like uh what what it's all about and um yeah and i had started from there and then i just continued to pursue it once i went to college and and uh get a part of uh plays locally and start so auditioning did you, did you study acting in college too yes i studied acting in college um i did uh I, I I did actually. I got a chance to do another uh, one of my because I think you can you can only audition for plays once you've been at the school for a while for okay. for uh, for a second. So I my my first play going into I think my second semester was uh, Comedy of Errors. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and I played, uh, yeah, and I played a Dromeo, and I got to play like the slapstick side of the, uh, like the first time I played the straight character, the straight man, and this time I had to, I got a chance to play like the comedy guy, the, the funny guy, fun. very slapstick. Yeah. Where did you, uh, where did you go to college? I went to college at uh, Santa Monica, Santa, nice. Santa Monica College. Yeah. I did 
when I first started to to go to college many moons ago, <laughs> it's been a long journey for me. I went to Santa Monica and I loved it. I thought it oh, was no such way. A- it was. It's just a great campus too. It is. I feel like everybody just is so welcoming and so happy there. Maybe it's because yes. you're close to the beach. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's. It's so cool <laughs> going to that school <laughs> because you are extremely close to the beach, and yeah. like sometimes after rehearsals or after a play, we would go to the beach and like the whole cast would get together and like have a bonfire yeah because like, you might as well the, you might as well exactly it's 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 a very cool experience it's honestly really great so did you did you go for two years or did you go for four years i went for two years and um i was planning on transferring but uh i ended up getting this project so it's all got on the you whole know? Yeah, I feel it. I had gone for, I think I had gone for like a year and a half and then I had booked something and I was like, well, I got to take this. So then I never finished my two years there. I did go back like several years later to try to do something else. And then I completely just failed that class. And it was the first time I did not do well in a class and just was like, okay, well, I'm not doing this anymore because (laughs) I can't do it right now. Um, (laughs) Life doesn't want me to. Duh. Uh, And now... Now I'm back in school, though. Um, It was a philosophy class, but here's the deal. Oh, okay, okay. It was philosophy online, and it was like online class in, you know, 2016 is a heck of a lot different than online class in 2020, 2021 now. Like, it was was not a nice software. Nothing happened on there that looked good. It was just so stressful. Like, just looking at the website made you want to, like, cringe. Yeah, I I fully understand. It's it yeah, 2020 and 2021 has really kind of pushed schools to actually update those yeah. sites because they they're, they're kind of like working at a thing where it's like if it ain't uh broke, don't fix it, you know? Right. Except it, all the students it, are like, "Yo, but it's broke." <laughs> yeah, it's broke. It's broke. <laughs> it is. It's very is. You you have to be like extremely hustling to uh it's it's actually it ends up being more work taking an online class and yeah although I finally decided to go back to college and finish a degree so I started again last October and I'm going to SNHU and I tell you it is such a big change and it's so much easier and like you can only take two classes a term which I would love to take more but whatever Mm -hmm. and it's just I mean, it's so simple compared to it's still obviously learning and work but it's so simple compared to what online classes used to look like really really yeah so if you want to go on school check out okay all right it's great you can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything you might shop while working eating or even listening to this podcast and however you shop we all know and love the thrill of the hunt but do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals because rakuten shoppers do With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. 
That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Great. So you um you go to Santa Monica. Do, are you doing auditions then too? Or are you doing, you know, both things at the same time? Or did you kind of just take those two years to focus on class? So I am what I'm what am I, you mean what I'm doing currently? No, when you were in Santa Monica College, were you going oh, on auditions yeah, I was, as well? Yes, I was yeah. doing the, I was, yeah, I was doing it all. I was doing that very much the actor thing where I worked like three different jobs, mm-hmm. working on plays, auditioning. And, and and then I had a night shift at, um, what's that surname? Bed Bath & Beyond. Nice. Yes, I, I had a night shift there, and I, I, I was very much. I honestly, when I look, when I think back, I was like, I don't know how I did it. I was like, I don't know where I found the time to do all that stuff. But I, it's adrenaline. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure, adrenaline. Hey, Bed Bath and Beyond is a great store. They closed the one next to me, and I'm very upset. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, they're going. They're going through some changes right now. They That's are. A, yeah. <laughs> So when and you then, talk about uh, being on side hustle, you really know the hustle. <laughs> I really do. I do. I honestly do. I know it. Like, I feel like that is the the badge of honor for actors. Like yeah. once they move to LA, is that grind and that doing so many odd jobs and and having so many balls in the air and just like figuring out how to get it all done. It's true. And now with this big gig economy, it's just like, oh, I'll do some Postmates. Oh, I'll right. walk some dogs. I'll do this. Yep. I'll do that. I'll do yep. whatever. It, yep. I mean, but it does make it a little bit easier for actors because the thing that I've always struggled with is when you have a regular job, it's like, how am I going to leave for an audition at a moment's notice? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. That's why that, yeah, that's why I had the, a night shift because I was like, yeah. I, I like that's the only time I would. I knew I had available. Yeah. So I was like, I do the night shift and then I would do exactly what you're doing. I would watch dogs and uh, do mm-hmm. Postmates or like Uber or something on the side just to like be yeah. able to audition throughout the week. Oh man, don't we just love being artists? The things yeah. we put ourselves through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about um this short film you did called Sex Digits. It was at the AT&T Create-a-thon competition? Yeah, yeah, nice. it was so- yeah, it was somebody I met at at SMC at Santa Monica College and um it was uh it was just like someone said someone recommended me. He's like, "Oh, this guy's really funny. Um I think he'd be a good addition to the uh 
to the cast and mm. we we end up shooting they had rented out an office somewhere downtown and we shot it was like a day shoot and um nice. and we yeah we we end up winning first place i was like oh wow that's nice <laughs> that's like dope cool um yeah that's awesome i is it out anywhere that people can watch it do you I, know I I remember seeing it, but I don't know where it is now. I've looked. <laughs> it's okay, I'm we'll like, do a deep dive. I've I've looked for it, but I haven't I haven't found it anywhere. Um <laughs> I know I saw the the creator or the director of, of that 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 one. Uh he was at UCB and he he was um doing something over there and he's like, Yeah, like I'm still like creating new stuff. So you're I mean, you're so early in your career. I mean, you have so much ahead of you. What do you want to do in the future obviously you're on nickelodeon now but where do you see yourself maybe in 10 years um hopefully i would love to um have my own production company and be able to like make some of the stories that i'm passionate about mm. um yeah that would be that would be amazing that'd be a, a Yeah. I mean, and it's definitely possible, especially with things nowadays, anybody can make their own content as long as you find somebody to fund it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, right. Right. Do you want to direct or write or do you want to tackle all of it? I want to try it all. I had an experience over the uh, quarantine where I got a chance to like kind of um, play some of those roles. And I was like, man, I would love to like go more in, in depth and like mm -hmm sound and like set design and and i i would love to like be able to explore some more more things in that field and be able to go in depth and uh and i enjoyed it i like i i, I was like well this is this this is fun it was like yeah. a, a really fun experience well because when you're on that side of the camera it really feels like you are because as an actor obviously we we're the story, right? We we say the story words, we we play the characters that are written. But when you're on the other side, it really feels like you're contributing in an artistic way. Mm -hmm. It does. It does. It's just such a different feeling. It is. I, 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 now, the crazy thing, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, I, I, I found like something really special while uh, working on it. And uh, I want to explore it. Well, I wish you luck. And I hope that... Uh, you get to do all of those things because it's it's fun and it's it's great and you get to create and the best part about it when you're young and you have so much ahead of you is that you can create with your friends too and that yes, is what makes yeah. it fun. Yes, it's so true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So on this show, we like to share stories of auditions that have either gone awry or funny auditions or things that you almost got that you really wanted. Do you have an audition story like that? Yes, I was just thinking about one. Um, <laughs> it was because uh, I was bringing up that, like I had that overnight job and I had a audition, like right when I got off work, I had, I worked like eight hours and I would get off, I got off at like seven and um, the audition was, I think it was like a nine in Hollywood oh and my. I was in Culver City. Oh my. Yeah. I was taking the, the I was taking the bus at that time. I was taking the Oh, red. God. That makes yes. me worse. <laughs> yes. And I was like, I know I got exactly two. I think I I think I might have taken an Uber that night because I don't think I would not have gotten there. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. But, There's no way. I remember as a kid once, I tried to, my mom and I tried to take the bus 
from like Santa Monica to an audition in Hollywood and it took like no. four hours. Yep. Like you just can't do it. And that's not an exaggeration. No, it's <laughs> not. It's not. not. Like for people who don't live in LA, it's not. <laughs> that's it. You would take, I, I would assume you take the Wilshire, uh, the 20 bus. I think that's the bus that goes all the way to Santa Monica to. to... I, just, I remember it being blue. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe the big blue bus. <laughs> that's right, it. Right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's not an exaggeration. She's not. that's very true. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was I was I, I took some type of transportation to get there and I I was working on no sleep. It was a Marvel audition and oh my God. I was on top of that, that it was just like it was one of my biggest auditions that I've ever gotten. And I was like, Oh my god. So I was also kinda anxious about the um about the audition. Right. So I I go in the room working on no like just like zero sleep and um and, and I'm anxious so I kind of have coffee energy you know mm-hmm. but you're just <laughs> you like a little I'm... jittery and you're like yes. I'm fine I'm exactly. fine yes exactly exactly I have that I have that type of energy um and I go in the room and then the sides are like this you have to like it was like this big beginning where like it was like a like he, the character was doing something before his lines. Okay. And so I go in the room. And she's like, "Are you ready?" I was like, "Yeah, like I'm ready." And then I just start. And I start <laughs> panting up, pantomiming. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. That's my for like <laughs> probably a good second. <laughs> probably too long, honestly. If it, it was, it's not as I honestly. It was too long. Um, I'm, I'm, and then I start, I start my scene. The casting director says, stop. Oh no. And I get scared. And she said, you cannot take that long at the beginning of a scene. And I was like, oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, sorry. Okay. (laughs) Let's run it back. Let's do it again. And this, um, that scared the, it, it was yeah, <laughs> I had so much anxiety about the audit, like audition already, because I was just like, "Man, this is like a big role. Like, this is like this is it would be insane to get this." Like, I I was already just like, so when that happened, it kind of like caught me off guard, and I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Okay." And it's right, so let's... hard to get like get your cool back it's, after something like is. that. Like, you can't do you it. You are not all like it's impossible. I've never had a uh, like a a time where. I've like where like something like has messed up and then like I I go back and try to fix it. I, I've no, never had that, that experience point, where I've like, been able to. You're like in your head at that point. You can't yeah. you can't do anything about it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I did it again and it was kind of like it was kind of dull. And then she said she said thank you for coming in. And you, and you just hey. know you, when you hear those words, you like you know you're like okay. Very good. Thank you. Thank you you for this opportunity. Literally, that's why I named the show Thanks for Coming In. I've heard it too Uh, many times. Yes. yes, Yeah. That's what you get. Yeah. That's that's, that's what you get. It's what you get, man. You you know. You know. I know. Oh, man. that's, That's awful. I feel for you. I feel for you. Especially when it's something like that where it's like, before you even read the sides, you see Marvel and you're like, oh, yeah. 
oh, this is this is life changing things because there's so many auditions yes. that you go on that are like you know a guest spot or a mm-hmm. small part in a, a movie or whatever that you know that that's not going to change the course of your life really. But when you see something like Marvel in right. an audition, you're like, oh, uh, sorry, what? I'm you want me to you want me to do what now? Really? Is it my time? Yep. Yep. Oh man, goodness gracious! <laughs> I like that she just yeah. stop. Stop. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, I have enjoyed talking to you so much. Where can people follow you on social media? So you can find me on Instagram at Jacques Chevelle. Um, also Twitter is Jacques Chevelle. I have a TikTok. I have no TikToks out, but I have a TikTok. Eventually, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put one up. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was so great to talk to you, and I can't wait to see all the things that you do with your career because you have such a bright future ahead of you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks again to Jacques for being on the show today. Again, I'm so excited to see what he does in the future. He is so funny. If you haven't watched Side Hustle, um, it's a really cute show. It's on Nickelodeon, Saturday nights, 8.30, I believe. Really great. Tune in and watch him. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you're listening to it right now. You can also follow us on social media. Those links are in the show notes. Tune in next week where I will be speaking with somebody else. And until then, thanks for coming in. Hello, dear stranger. I'd like to introduce you to something new. Or perhaps something very... Very old. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine is a horror fantasy medical mystery following the titular monk turned traveling medical investigator. Follow Radolf as he navigates a nightmare world in which viruses are gods and the human race are not their favored children. Steeped in history and an aesthetic that can only be described as a combination of occult academia and laboratory Judaica, the heresies of Radolf Burntwine have been described as Umberto Echo meets H.P. Lovecraft. For more information, check out the Patreon at thorb.info. But take care, dear stranger, for some truths are best left unknown.